Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Even though it's been five years, I still have a hard time talking about and sharing my story. Today, I'm going to open up and share a little bit about my story and what led for me to not only create our YouTube channel, website, podcast, and to write a couple books on the subject, but so you'll have the opportunity to get to know me more and understand where I've come from. It's not an easy story to tell, and I do get choked up when I read my own story on my website. Yes, even five years later. I share because I believe it may help others who may need to hear personal stories. I know it helped me when I was in the trenches. I almost feel like I need to apologize for any shakiness in my voice with this delivery, but it's time. In this episode, we are going to cover the following. My wake up moment, my divorce and my subsequent escape, loss of friendships, no contact with family, a vision I had topics that we'll discuss on this channel, my background, spiritual deconstruction, where I am today, plus I've got a surprise element mixed in. In each of these segments, you may have questions and I welcome them. Jot them in the comments below. I read every comment on this channel. Let's go. My story, aka the events that occurred in my life, was when I gained insight about my relationships. The walls came tumbling down in my life, though the story doesn't end in devastation, but in rebuilding. It has led to be life-changing for me, and today I'm grateful for everything that occurred. I was attending Pathways, as my husband at the time told me that if I got emotionally healthy, then all the problems in our marriage would be fixed. During the class, I believe I had an eye-opening experience. I ran across a picture on social media, which is not the first of its kind, but something clicked inside of me when I read it. Inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions by PositiveLifeTips.com. I remember it vividly. I was laying in my bed scrolling and it was as if the world stopped. I said, this is it. I couldn't believe it. This was my light bulb moment. It all made sense. And at the same time, nothing made sense. I understood it was not my fault. I gained an understanding of manipulation, of being controlled, emotional, and narcissistic abuse, and more. I got it. And I saw it for the first time in my 40 years on this planet. And this was my holy moly moment. This was in 2016. The relationship I had with my ex-husband was the caveat to opening my eyes to other relationships to include family and friendships. It took me time to see the patterns, but soon I was able to recognize them. 
and this is where I had many holy moly moments. Upon reaching out to my friends, asking for help, support, encouragement, as I was navigating a divorce, researching narcissism online, my support network not only dried up, but it became non-existent. Friends who I had for 10 plus years did not check in on me, help me move, or call to find out if I was okay. Is this normal? I thought. My phone went silent. No texts, no calls. I was sending information on narcissism to my support network, and I reached out so they would have some idea of what I was going through, to educate, to provide perspective, and provide assistance as I was shattered. Silence is what I heard. I had no energy to chase, and I wasn't going to. Their actions spoke so loud to me, I knew who they were. I was so confused. Where are my friends? Don't they care? Isn't this what friends are for? Aren't friends supposed to help in time of need? Did I offend them? I'm a Christian. We'll go into spiritual deconstruction here in a moment. And I have started divorce proceedings. Am I now taboo? Was this unacceptable to them? They never even asked what was going on. Was I not a good enough friend to them? I realized my friends were not for me. They didn't even look in my direction when I was devastated. They were not there. This was eye-opening. I was absolutely bewildered, to say the least. I was literally on the floor in emotional devastation, literally and emotionally. No pun intended, but after I moved out of my home with my soon-to-be ex-husband, I slept on the floor of my new place for about three to four months. My ex-husband was holding my items hostage in the divorce. So I had nothing, no bed, no silverware, no vacuum. The items I had were the items I managed to escape with at 1130 PM on the final night of my departure. And yes, of course, I walked into my corporate office job the very next day with a smile on my face, but inside I was shattered, devastated, alone, and determined to make it through. I went to the Goodwill to replenish my items slowly. I went to yard sales. I was determined to make it. I was going to rebuild with or without a support system. I was so grateful for my hairdresser, who after explaining what happened, offered me her camping equipment. I took her up on this and camped on the floor of my home with my sweet dog until I was able to obtain my items. I felt like this was the information I had been seeking for decades. I had so much to learn about narcissism. So many new changes and revelations followed. My eyes were opened and things started to now make sense and come together. Perhaps this is you. Perhaps your eyes are opening to the truth of relationships and like me are exploring and are diving in to discover. Let us be a resource to assist in your journey. I've also instituted no contact with some family. I drew a line in the sand. I saw similar patterns which existed for decades. I still have more healing to do in this area and all areas of my life. It's a lifetime journey. And this is my comeback story, my healing story, my new adventurous story, and my determination to succeed story. And there's more. Next, put on your seatbelt. After my divorce, I did not want to keep my married last name, nor revert back to my maiden name. I decided to change my last name to a family name. In addition, the next step is very uncommon in that I also changed my first name. After 40 years of being on this planet, 
I boldly changed my first and last name. I thought long and hard about this decision and courageously proceeded and never looked back. Originally, I'm from New England and I grew up in a Pentecostal evangelical church and I graduated from a Christian university with a degree in Bible and a concentration in world missions. I loved college. I met so many great people. I was even to complete my missions practicum overseas in South Africa, traveling to Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Botswana. My senior year of college, I was honored and I was selected to speak to the entire student body and faculty. After graduation, I entered corporate America, which is where I've been for the past 20 plus years, and I currently reside in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area with my two great Pyrenees. And even though I grew up in church and graduated from a Christian university, I see it in a whole new light, and some may even call it deconstruction. And yes, I would agree. I found myself getting disgruntled with church services. Not only did I see it as the dog and pony show with Guy Smiley leading the services, but I saw the services as an indirect worship of the pastor and the entity as opposed to who is behind it all, not to mention the emotional manipulation and the coercion gaslighting of women to remain in marriages, all while being unsupportive to women who seek true help. Many women are shamed by the church. They're told to pray more, try harder, and are gaslit, minimized, and dismissed. Some are even ostracized by the very entity which was designed to help in time of need. While the topic of narcissism is shoved under the carpet with the hope to never bear its ugly name again. I had a total wake up. I had to leave. While I still believe in God, it has an entirely different meaning to me now and more on this to come. The events that I have laid out didn't overtake me. I have learned to embrace my current situation, see my life with a whole new set of eyes. I've gained a new perspective. My life has done a 180 degree turnaround. It has been challenging and it's not without risk, but it has been absolutely worth it, worth every penny. It has literally changed my life. I am more keen and sharp to others and their hidden or not so hidden objectives. And I will share my story as I needed to hear the stories of others when I was in my stages of desperation, loneliness, and devastation with others. On this channel, we're going to talk about the trifecta of overcoming narcissism from three perspectives, spouse or relationship partner, family members to include extended family, friendships, and even casual acquaintances. We may even tackle spiritual deconstruction. Drop a comment if this is something that you will benefit from. While I was attending the Pathways class, I also had a vision during the experience to which I never had before, and I'm going to try to describe it a bit. In this vision, I pictured I was in the Matrix movie. You know, the scene where the bullets are flying at Keanu Reeves and the scene slows down into a super slow motion scene and he is able to miss the bullets. This is what I saw. I saw the same scene played out toward me, but instead of the bullets coming toward me, it was all the words that were ever spoken over my life. I was in the scene where it was slow motion and all the words were flying over the top of me. I was no longer being affected by them. Every single word that was meant to cause me harm was going past me. And then I had a vision with Nike sneakers from the 80s or is it the 90s? You know, the white sneakers with the red stripe. I'm not sure how this was intertwined, but it just came to me to just do it. So I thought about creating our website for nearly two years before I did. And I kept thinking of the vision. 
I decided to birth a vision and to create the website so it could be a resource for you on your journey. I was there. I lend out my hand to those who are open to change, those who want and need a little courage, and for those who are ready to move forward, even to make radical personal changes. If you would like to support our channel or podcast, I have links in the description for you to do so. To include our Patreon page, we are also on the Buy Me A Coffee platform, or you can PayPal. I'll leave a link to these below. So we're going from devastation to moving forward, from hopelessness to victory, from shame to speaking my truth, from silence to passion. Has this episode been helpful? Jot your comments below, and we'll see you in the next video. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com, subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, sign up to our email list, and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist, grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home, and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.